Om Sam Sarasvati Namaha. Namaste. Namaste. Uh, this evening we're going to begin a discussion of our Lakshmi Puja. We just completed the Chandi course, and you know, of course, you know, it said, Sarvas Adya Mahalakshmi Triguna Parameshwari. First and foremost is Mahalakshmi, who is the embodiment and the supreme goddess, the supreme consciousness, the supreme ruler of all the three gunas. And so we're going to start with Lakshmi Puja. And I wrote a very short introduction. This was done about 13 or 14 years ago. And let's just start there. Lakshmi means the goal. Lakshmi manifests the goal, every aim in existence. What our goals are, are what we value, and that which we value is our wealth. And it is in this sense that Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth, our goals, our values, our aspirations. Shri means the highest respect. Cha means peace, Ra means the mind, E means your heart or intuition. The highest respect is peace in the mind and peace in the heart when we can experience life with peace in our minds and peace in our hearts, we are offering respect. One of Lakshmi's names is Sri. In this text, a thousand other names are given, along with her puja, jap, and nyas. And when we worship, we focus our attention, and that is what worship is. As we practice to achieve greater intensities of focus, greater degrees of absorption, we find our greater efficiency in our actions and greater peace in our minds and in our hearts, and that is Lakshmi's promise. Whoever will pursue their goals with peace, they will find the wealth. May Lakshmi bless us all with her wealth, with her peace, and with fulfillment of our every aspiration in life. Swami Satyananda Saraswati Devi Mandir 2001. Oh, this goes back a little bit, uh, not as far back as the Chandi, but uh, let's go ahead and we'll begin the Devta Pranam. The first thing we do when we sit down, no matter who we're going to worship, is we bow to all the gods and we bow to all the goddesses. And Ganesh got the boon that he would be the first one to be worshipped. So, Srimad Bahaganadipataye Namaha. Om, we bow to the great Lord of the respected great lord of wisdom. Look at the Sri Mahaganadipataki. Sri is the respected with peace in your mind and peace in your heart. Sriman, Sriman is to a masculine form, Mahaganadi Pataye, to the Lord, the Pati, the Lord of the, the, the great wisdom or the great, uh, the, all the followers of Shiva. We bow to Lakshmi and Narayan, the goal of all existence and the perceiver of all. We bow to Uma and Maheshwara, she who protects the existence and the great consciousness and or seer of all. We bow to Bani and Hiranyagarbha, Saraswati and Brahma, who create the cosmic existence. We bow to Sachi and Purandar, uh, Indra and his wife Sachi, Indrani, who preside over all that is divine. They are the ruler 
rule of the pure, the rulers of heaven, the rulers of all the gods, all the forces of cohesion as contrasted with the forces of division, all the forces of unity as compared to the forces of individuality. We bow to the mothers and the fathers. We bow to the chosen deity of worship. We bow to the family deity of worship. We bow to the village deity of worship. We bow to the particular household deity of worship. We bow to the established deity of worship. And if there are any errors and omissions, if we left anybody out, we forgot, and we bow to all the gods, we bow to all the Brahmins, all the knowers of divinity. Thanks for giving us this knowledge, this path, this, there's a way by which we can extricate ourselves from the bonds of confusion, of worldliness. Om, we meditate upon the great goddess of true wealth. We contemplate she who embodies all energy. May that goddess grant us increase. Om, the bond Mala of alphabets, a gourd, her lovely hand gives freedom from fear. So she got a, a bond or a pasha. Uh, this is also a net of unity. Uh, it's also a, um, a, a sling. It's a pasha. And it, it binds everything together. The mala of alphabets, akshamala. Uh, and uh, she's got a gourd which contains the seeds of all life. In her lovely hand, she gives freedom from fear to creation. And we meditate upon the goddess of the highest respect, seated in the lotus posture, the mother of the three worlds. She has a light color with excellent form, and all her ornaments are shining. She holds a red lotus in her hand, and her right hand grants boons. So, ah boy, uh, freedom from fear and granting boons. Uh, Borda, you are Lakshmi. And all existence bows to you, the mother of the universe. Give me children and give me wealth. Protect me eternally, I bow to you. And we will all have children, whether they are biological children or metaphysical children. It doesn't distinguish in the text. It says you're going to have children. Either you don't find what you're looking for and you go home and make babies, or you do find what you're looking for and you stay home and you still make babies. You just make them, you take other people's kids and train them as you want this world to become. Uh, so, and protect me eternally, I bow to you. The goddess is worshipped in the three worlds as the lotus, the strength of Vishnu. Hey, energy of Krishna, for as long as you sit still, let me be still as well. Please, that's the deal. As long as you're there and you don't move, well, I'm going to stay here and I'm not going to move either. Let's see which one of us flinches first. Go ahead, try. Uh, you are Ishwari, Kamala, Lakshmi, she who moves all, all existence, the beloved of Vishnu, the lotus, who resides in lotuses, all support, joy, respect, who holds a lotus. And this lotus is, stands for peace. You know the lotus always grows in the muck at the bottom of the pond and sticks its head above the water. She's always above the fray. Uh, no matter which ways the waters move, she just stands there moving her face towards the sun. 
these are the 12 names of Lakshmi, and if one reads them in worship, Lakshmi becomes fixed in your being, and your children will always be victorious. Be victorious. <laughs> Om, the divine fire is the light, and the light is the divine fire. I am one with God. The light of wisdom is the light, and the light is the light of wisdom. I am one with God. The divine fire is the offering, and the light is the offering. I am one with God. The light of wisdom is the offering, and the light is the light of wisdom. I am one with God. Om. The divine fire is the light, the light of wisdom is the light, the light of devotion is the light as well. The light of the highest bliss, O oh goddess, is in the light that we offer, the light that we request you to accept. Oh, my bow to the goddess Lakshmi with the offering of light. Everybody illuminate your lights and bow to the goddess Lakshmi with the offering of your light. Oh, the spirit of the forest, from you is produced the most excellent of scents, the scent most pleasing to all the gods that scent we request you to accept. Oh, my bow to the goddess Lakshmi with the offering of fragrant scent. Om all knowing as the moon, the sun, and the divine fire, the three eyes in the face of God. You alone are all light, and this light we request you to accept. This is the blazing light of the purity of camphor, the purity of our devotion. Oh, my power of the goddess Lakshmi with the offering of light. An earth is a res reservoir of nectar, all vegetation is a reservoir of nectar, the divine atmosphere is a reservoir of nectar, and also above. They all perception shine forth for us with the sweet taste of nectar for us. Om the divine fire, the light of purity is the shining God. Fire purifies everything. He's called the purifier. <laughs> The wind is the shining God. He's the Lord of emancipation. Nobody checks the wind. Nobody stops the wind. The wind goes where he will go. The, the sun, the light of wisdom and the warmth of devotion is the shining God. The moon, the Lord of devotion is the shining God. The protectors of the wealth are the shining gods. The relievers of suffering. Remember the 11 Rudras, Asru Trayate. They take away all the tears uh, are the shining gods. The sons of the light are the shining gods. The emancipated seers are, the maruts are the shining gods. The universal shining gods are the shining gods. The guru of the gods is the shining god. And the ruler of the gods is the shining god. The lord of waters is the shining god. Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We meditate on that light of wisdom that is the supreme wealth of the gods. May it grant to us increase in our meditations. Gayatri Mantra, the song of wisdom of the harmony of the three. Gayatri, wisdom, God. Ya, song, three. Three. The, the song of the wisdom of the harmony of the three is the mool mantra of Sanatana Dharma. It's the eternal ideal of perfection. There is no circumstance in which we do not require greater wisdom. So we pray to that light of wisdom, which is the supreme wealth of the gods. May it grant 
to us increase in our meditations and we want increase in the gross body uh, own the subtle body own the causal body own the great body of existence that's all that exists and then the body of knowledge all that is knowable so all that exists are all the forms all the root and all that is knowable are, are all the names for all the forms and for all the light and the body of Om Burbu Om. We meditate on that light of wisdom that is the supreme wealth of the gods. May it grant us increase in our meditations. Om. May the divine waters, luminous with the nectar of immortality of supreme divinity, fill the earth, the atmosphere, and the heavens. Om, my rosary. The great measurement of consciousness containing all energy within as your intrinsic nature. Give to me the attainment of your perfection, fulfilling the four objectives of life. Dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Dharma to achieve an ideal of perfection. Artha to acquire the resources necessary to achieving and maintaining that ideal. Kama to be free from every other desire. And when those three are complete, we get self-realization or liberation, otherwise known as moksha. Om Rosary, please remove all obstacles. I hold you in my right hand at the time of recitation. Be pleased with me. Allow me to attain the highest perfection. Om Rosary of Rudraksha seeds, my Lord. You are a Lord to me. You are a goddess to me. Give to me excellent attainment. Give to me, give to me. Illuminate the meanings of all mantras. Illuminate, illuminate. Fashion me with all excellent attainments. Fashion me, fashion me. I am one with God. Let's offer some flowers with these scented flowers. Oh, I bow. We bow to the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitude. Om with these scented flowers. Om we bow to the sun, the light of wisdom, along with the nine planets. With these scented flowers, we om we bow to Shiva, the consciousness of infinite goodness, along with the five primary deities, Shiva, Shakti, Vishnu, Ganesh, and Surya. With these scented flowers, om we bow to Indra, the rule of the pure, along with the ten protectors of the ten directions. With these scented flowers, or we bow to Vishnu the fish along with the ten incarnations that he assumed. With these scented flowers, or we bow to the Lord of all created beings. With these scented flowers, or we bow to the perfect perception of consciousness. With these scented flowers, or we bow to all the gods. With these scented flowers, or we bow to all the goddesses. With these scented flowers, or we bow to the guru. Thanks, Mom. With these scented flowers, oh, we bow to all the knowers of wisdom. And Brahma, Eva, Brahma, Bhavanti, who knows God, is called the knower of God. Who knows wisdom is a Brahman. And they are called knowers of wisdom. Tie a piece of string around your wrist, around your middle finger. Brahma is in the shining light of the Kushi grass. In the shining re light resides Janardhan, the Lord of Beings, the supreme all-pervading consciousness. Vishnu resides in the shining light. Oh, repository of the shining light, we bow down to you, this seat of Kushi grass.
Om, take some sips of water. Om, weep out of the one of beautiful hair. Remember, call. Keshav is the one of beautiful hair. His Kesh is beautiful. But call means the cause of Brahma, the creator. A means a circumstance, and that's the protector. Sha means Shiva, and that Keshava is he who creates, protects, and transforms this universe, he's the one with beautiful hair. Om, we bow to the one who is always sweet, Madhu. Om, we bow to Govinda, he who is one-pointed light, also known as he who is one-pointed cow, or the divine cowherd. Om consciousness, Om consciousness, Om consciousness, Om that consciousness of the highest station who always sees the light of wisdom give us divine eyes. Om that twice born teacher who is always thirsty for accepting the nectar of devotion. Oh consciousness, you are in that highest station. Om the impure and the pure reside within all objects. Whoever remembers the lotus-eyed consciousness is conveyed to radiant beauty. Om all the welfare of all welfare, the highest blessing of purity and illumination. With the offering of respect, we bow down to the supreme consciousness who is the actual performer of all action. Om, these are the mantras of the light of wisdom. The creative capacity is the seer. Nature is the meter. The divine flow of waters is the deity being applied in washing the hands and rinsing the mouth. And now we're going to draw a bindu and an equilateral triangle around it underneath our asana. And we're going to say, Om, introducing the mantras of the purification of the seat. Everybody who's worth their divinity sits on a yantra, and we worshippers too will sit on the yantra. So make it a simple yantra, put it right under your asan, just a bindu, trikona. The, all the threes are in perfect harmony and balance, and they lead us to the bindu, which leads us down the rabbit hole <laughs> into the consciousness of infinite goodness. Introducing the mantras of the purification of the seat, the seer is he whose back is straight. <clears throat> the meter is a very beautiful form. The tortoise who supports the earth is the deity. These mantras are applied to make the seat free from obstructions. So you've got Kuma Devata who is walking out of the ocean of, of existence onto dry land. And then on top of him sits Mount Mandara where you're going to uh, put, uh, you're going to churn the milk ocean, the ocean of infinite possibilities, the ocean of pure consciousness. And that is what the Merudanda is our backbone which sits on top of the tortoise shell spinning that Mantandand is what it's called. It's the, 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 the staff which churns, the churning rod. It, he's going to spin the churning rod. And the, the tortoise who supports the earth is the deities. These mantras are applied to make the seat free from obstructions. That's where we sit. That's where we place our magic carpet so that we can take a flight into the realms of the goddess.
With the ascended flowers on ring, we bow to the primal energy situated in this lotus seat. Oh, Earth, you support the realms of the goddess. You are supported by the supreme consciousness. Also bear me eternally and make pure this seat. Please. Om, I bow to the guru, I bow to the guru's guru, I bow to the gurus of the lineage. Hey, you may have seen recently on our website, we posted a whole a big section on the bottom part, and in many of the gurus in our lineage. Om, we bow to the supreme gurus. Om, we bow to the Lord of Wisdom. Om, we bow to the Infinite One. Om, ang, ring, kling, Om, creation, circumstance, transformation are known by consciousness. Om, we bow to Shiva, the consciousness of infinite goodness, and Om, Sreem, Lakshmi, Nama. Oh, I bow to the goddess Lakshmi. We clap our hands three times and snap our fingers in the ten directions, and we bow to Lakshmi in every direction. There is nowhere where you are not. And now we're going to take the sun culpa, take a flower, put it in your left palm, take some tulsi leaves, put it on the flower, take some perfume and put it on the tulsi leaves, take some uh, uh, grains of rice, you can put some other auspicious articles if you like, some uh, uh, mustard seeds and some atapcha, uh, that's a form of rice, and take three drops of water and say Vishnu Om Tat Sat and close your hand, lock them in there. This is my promise to you, Mom. <gasps> the consciousness that pervades all own, that is truth. Presently, presently, at this very moment on the planet Earth, the name of the country is America, the state of confusion, the city of Napa, and the temple of Devi Mandir in Boishak Monk in the dark fortnight, and it's the 14th day in the Sadhu family of Satyananda Sri, the highly respected you, Swami Satyananda Saraswati and Sri Ma, Samasta Parivarta Hit, including the entire family is performing the worship and recitation of 1,000 names for the satisfaction of the respected Supreme Goddess Lakshmi. And I'm going to give that flower to her. And may our waking consciousness replace pain and suffering with divinity as also our awareness when asleep. I want my consciousness to be filled with beauty, waking consciousness, dreaming consciousness, deep dreamless sleep, jagrat swapna shushupti, uh, just fill my consciousness, re remove all the pain and suffering and fill it with peace. Fill it with divinity. Far extending be our radiant aura of light, filling our minds with light. May that be the firm determination of the consciousness of infinite goodness. May I have a, a sankalpa as firm as Shiva has. May that goddess who wears the moon of devotion protect the children of devotion. That, that's us. <laughs> I volunteer. 
May that goddess of all-pervading knowledge protect us. May the energy of the rule of the pure rise up. Oh, energy of equilibrium, grant us the highest prosperity. Hey, everybody who's got anything to do with divinity, wherever you are, if you're in heaven above or on the earth below, please bless us with all of the pure qualities so that we can illuminate our divinity. And now we're going to say Swastino Indra and the ultimate prosperity is Swa Asti. Asti means being, and Swa means my own. Being is my own. We called it the ultimate prosperity to us. Being is my own, O Rudra, O Indra, the rule of the pure who perceives all that changes. The ultimate prosperity to us, searchers for truth, knowers of the universe. The ultimate prosperity to us, O divine being of light, keep us safe. The ultimate prosperity to us, O spirit of all-pervading delight, grant that to us, please. We're good kids, we're good devotees, we're trying our very best, we're doing the very best we can. We're studying this material so we can understand even more. Please, grant to us the highest prosperity. Let, let us grow in wisdom. Let us grow in illumination. Let us grow in light. Oh, we invoke you with offerings, O oh Lord of the multitudes. We invoke you with offerings, O oh Lord of love. We invoke you with offerings, O guardian of the treasure, sit within me, please. Sit within me, giving birth to the realm of the gods within me. Yes, giving birth to the realm of the gods within me. This is all about me. I want, it, I want heaven inside. I'm not looking for it outside. It's inside each one of us. Oh, we invoke you with offerings, O Lord of the multitude, seer among seers of unspeakable grandeur. O glorious King, Lord of the knowers of wisdom, come speedily hearing our supplications and graciously take your seat amidst our assembly. Thank you for coming. Oh, the mother of enlightenment pervades the heavens. That's Auditi. She gave birth to the Adityas. The mother of enlightenment pervades the atmosphere. The mother of enlightenment pervades mother and father and child. All gods of the universe are pervaded by the mother. The five forms of living beings, all life is pervaded by the mother of enlightenment. The mother of enlightenment, she is to be known. Oh, you are female, you are male, you are a young boy and you are a young girl. You are the word of praise by which we are singing in the beginning was the word. You are that word. You are all creation existing as the mouth of the universe. Oh, the highest respect to you, goal of all existence, the wife of the full and complete night, the no unknowable one, at whose sides are the stars and who has the form of the relentless search for truth. Oh, Supreme Divinity, oh, Supreme Divinity, my Supreme Divinity, all existence is my Supreme Divinity. There is nowhere you are not. 
O oh, mother of the perceivable universe, mother of the conceivable universe, mother of the universe of intuitive vision, lead me to that true existence as excellent crops or grains are harvested, so may I be taken to reside with the infinite consciousness. Please, remember the analogy of all the flowers go, standing up in the garden saying, please take me for the puja, offer me today. And the pujari has to discriminate which flowers are ready to go and which ones await another day. Om, peace in the heavens, peace on the earth, peace upwards permeating the atmosphere, peace upwards over on all sides and further. Peace to us, peace to all vegetation, Om, peace to all that has form, peace to all causes and effects. Peace to all existence and to all intensities of reality, including all and everything. Peace be to us. Oh, let the earth be at peace, the atmosphere be at peace, the heavens be filled with peace. Even further, may peace extend. Peace be to waters, peace to all vegetation, peace to all gods of the universe, peace to all the gods within us. That's in the book. <laughs> that was their vision. All the gods and all the goddesses are within us. They're outside of us. They're everywhere and peace to everything and all to intensities of reality, including all and everything. Peace to creative consciousness. Peace be to brilliant light. Peace to all. Peace to everything. Peace. Peace, altogether peace, equally peace, by means of peace. peace. Shanti, shanti. Thus, by means of peace, altogether one with the means of peace, ignorance is eliminated, violence is eradicated, improper conduct is eradicated, confusion, sin is eradicated. All that is is at peace all that is perceived each and everything all together for us om shanti 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 peace 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 om namaha let's pause here and see if there are any questions we have a question from Sadhana Shakti in Seattle. Namaste Sadhana Shakti, namaste Bibe. Pranam, could you please elaborate a little more on the Maruts, the emancipated seers? Yes, they were 49 sons of the wind and they lived in the desert and they blew across the desert as emancipated seers. They were the illumination of emancipation and they, they, they brought a fresh cooling breeze to all those in the desert who were parched, who needed to put on the fan, who didn't put on the air conditioning. So therefore they require to take a fan. Thank goodness we have a fan club for Srima here. So those are the Maruts. They are the emancipated seers of the desert. They're friends of Indra. They are not part of the original uh, 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 12 Adityas or Adityas. 
uh, depending on the usage. Uh, and uh, they, they, uh, uh, they stand for the 49 qualities or characteristics of uh, uh, emancipation. We have a question from Ambika. Namaste Ambika, Namaste Sham, Namaste Mark, I hope you're feeling better. Namaste. In the Dhyanam, on the third verse, it says, You are Lakshmi, and all existence bows to you, the mother of the universe. I thought Chandi was the mother of the universe. Or is it that all the goddesses join together and then form all the qualities of the mother of the universe? They're all the mother of the universe. It's called Avaya Yoga. You can look at the part and picture how it joins with the whole. And then you conceive the whole. Now you can call that whole whatever you want. You can call her Chandi, you can call her Durga, you can call her the su Supreme Goddess, you can call her Parameshwari, you can call her Lakshmi, Sarvas Adya Maha Lakshmi, she's first and foremost. You can call her by any name you choose. You so you could call her Ambika, the mother of the universe. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, Srima. <laughs> We have a question from Laura in Vermont. Namaste, Laura in Vermont! Namaste. Could you please speak a little more about the milk ocean and the churning of the ocean? Yes. Uh, Laura, when all was indistinguishable purity and all existence was dissolved into unity, there was an ocean of purity, and we call it the ocean of milk or kir, uh, which is like sweet milk. Uh, it's even a little more, there's a little bit of something there, but the, there, it's not distinguishable something. So we're saying that all the energy is totally potential, there's nothing kinetic. And then it, it's all the energies in the battery. And all that exists is consciousness. And the consciousness is one with Shiva and it's one with Shakti. And then suddenly they step away. And Shiva opens his eyes and sees that Shakti is something outside as well as something inside. And that's how they churn the milk ocean, the ocean of purity, and they make for all the possibilities of all of existence to become manifest. And that's the story of the beginning of the creation. Then was not the existence of something, nor the existence of nothing. And that one thing breathed of its own accord and the multitude of possibilities was manifest. Yes, please. We have a question from Sharanya and Walnut Creek. Namaste, Sharanya. Namaste. Pranam, can you advise on the placement of Pushpa Shuddhi and the puja offerings in the Lakshmi Puja? I would like to make offerings to Lakshmi and I notice there is no puja navedya in this text. Uh, there will be Pushpa Shuddhi later in the, when we get into the Puja Vidhi. The first thing we want to do is bow to the gods and goddesses. The second thing we want to do is offer some flowers and say, hey, we're here to worship you. Please, I come in peace. How? Ugh. Uh, here, I, look, my hand is empty. I have no weapon. Please shake my hand and show you have no weapon either. We're, we've come in peace. And thereafter, we will get to Pushpashuddhi somewhere after the puja begins. So don't worry about it. It'll come after we purify the water and uh, uh, do uh, some of the other things that are required before we get to the Pushpashuddhi. Not yet. That's okay. 
This is not uh, a, the complete puja vidhi. This is uh, the, the prayog for the Sahasranam. Right. We have complete puja vidhi in the cosmic puja. We have a complete puja vidhi in the Siva advanced puja. We have so many beginners, intermediate, and advanced puja vidhis. Uh, so I didn't think it was prudent to copy and paste every time in every book and add another 50 pages of weight for you to carry around. And those times, in those days, we didn't have digital books. Uh, so it wasn't so easy just to copy and paste everything into the, to the same, I, I, the same VD over and over again. So I assumed that you would have memorized it by the time you got to watch me puja. Please excuse us. We have a question from Srini in Bangalore. Namaste Srini Baba! Namaste. We sent your wife home to you. <laughs> Is prayer the link that makes us worthy of receiving Kripa from God? It is, yes, yes, it is the link, but it's the process. A prayer, we will, we will say that prayer is anything we do with a pious mind for the purpose of propitiating God. So our prayer is, it may be our action, it may be our words, it may be both. In the beginning, we took a sudden culpa, that was our words, and then we put down the flowers, and that was our action, and then we went and chopped wood and carried water, and that was more action, and all of it was part of our prayer. So we'll say that anything we do motivated by the love of God for the purification of my personal self to come closer to God, to add value to the life of my guru and my satsang and, uh, uh, and my dharma, these are all forms of prayer. And prayer is the link by which we do and we get. And that is the grace. What you do is what you get. And if you do what you do as a prayer, then you get what you get as prasad. So, yes, Srini Baba, the prayer is both verbal and uh, in action. We have a question from Sadatmananda. Namaste, Sadatmananda. Namaste. When we choose our pranayam, say two verses to the breath, are we bound to that for the entire chanting session, or is there some wiggle room? For instance, I've noticed that on the Vedic Ratri Suktam we chant four verses to the breath, but for something like the Divya, Aparada, Kshamapana, Stotram, two verses to the breath would be quite difficult. Actually not. Uh, but uh, you can use different meters for the different portions of the Chandipat because of your purpose. Uh, sometimes you want to exhibit your bhakti, sometimes you want to increase your shakti, sometimes you want to increase your pranayam. In the Anishtup Chando, if you chose two verses to the breath, then stick with two verses to the breath all the way throughout the, the, all, the, all the text that is written in 32 syllables to the verse. Now, when you come to the Kshama Prarthana, you may want to put a little bit of extra ras there and do one verse to the breath because it's really meaningful to you in your life. You do goof up a lot. So you want to say, hey, Aparada Sahasrani, I do a thousand mistakes a day. Please, you forgive me all of them. Please, Mom. You want to recite some things with a lot of understanding. Uh, 
So it, 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 during the 13 chapters or the, the 700 verses or all the verses of Anushtapchanda, you will want to stay consistent. And thereafter, after you finish the 13 verses, you can, I mean 13 chapters, the 700 verses, you can go ahead and improvise according to your bhava, according to the way you feel it, according to your attitude, according to your understanding, you can change the purpose of your pranayama. What about for things that are in different meters? Do we just approximate the same length of breath? No, no. Uh, uh, there are two, two meters. There's trishtup and there's uh, anushtup. And the words in trishtup you can do, if you want to, do at one verse to the breath, you can. Otherwise, you can do them at two verses to the breath. Uh, it, it won't be difficult. If you become accomplished, when you become habituated to to really doing pranayama and inhaling the mantra and exhaling the pronunciation, then you won't have difficulty to expand it. Well, you'll find the, the rhythm of your pranayama will change during, according to your purposes. We have a question from Nanda in San Jose. Namaste Nandama! Namaste. Do we... Do we need to specifically ask each deity, such as Lakshmi, to clarify goals and Saraswati for knowledge? What would happen if I were to ask Lakshmi for knowledge and Saraswati to clarify my goals? <laughs> uh, there's no problem in doing it either. You can do it any way you want. The only reason we're teaching it this way is because the Rishis wrote it this way, they did it this way, and they got the fruit. So if you want to make your own system of worship, you can ignore what I've written in and what I've translated and go ahead and make your own and pray to Lakshmi for knowledge. That's your goal. That's fine. Pray to Saraswati for the fulfillment of your goals. That's fine. She'll give you the knowledge to understand which mantra is appropriate in which circumstance. Everything, Maybe. Everything I believe. Yeah. It all depends on what you believe. If you believe that this... The system of worship which has been passed down from guru to disciple for thousands of years should be maintained in its entirety the way it was passed down, then you'll do it that way. If you believe that this is a genetic code that you can improvise and this is a, a, a musical score that you can uh, play with and improvise, then go ahead and improvise. According to your belief, according to your bhakti, that's how you will approach it. I personally believe that the Rishis did it this way and they got what they got by doing it this way. I want to do it that way. I want to do it the way that they did it. Me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ma seconds the emotion. The motion is carried. Do we want a vote? Eyes! Yes, please. We have a question from Julia. Namaste, Julia. Namaste. Can you please tell us more about the impure and the pure residing within all objects, like in Ram Prasad's song about these two wives residing in one house? It's true. Where is she here? Suchi, Suchi, I don't know from where she's coming. She's coming from San Diego. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know Dumulochin is in San Diego right now? <laughs> uh, hey, did all the smoke go away, Julia? I hope so. We pray for everyone's good health down there. Uh, the Apavitra and the Pavitra 
are within every object. Every object has a centrifugal force and a centripetal force, and every object has a positive and a negative, and it has a plus and a minus, and it has a, a sure and an all-sure. The, the, the positive and negative are within every single object, otherwise the object cannot maintain itself in duality. There has to be in, in, the, the opposites for it to be in duality. And so that's why they're saying the, the pure and the impure, the positive and the negative, the, all the opposites exist within every, within every object, of, within every atom of existence. So whoever remembers Vishnu, Pundari Kaksh, uh, who has the beautiful lotus eyes that see only peace and purity, are conveyed to radiant purity. They forget all about Suchi Asuchi. They forget about the two wives. They forget about the opposites. They forget about the reconciliation of uh, we've got to re reconcile all these, uh, the positive and the negative, and we've got, we got to create a balance. They forget that. And they just become one with the Supreme Consciousness. They become one with divinity. Whoever remembers, they are conveyed to radiant purity. Immediately, upon recognition, upon remembrance. So, that's what they're telling us in that shlok. Purity and impurity, plus and minus, positive and negative, are within all. If you look at me, you can say I'm in Tamaguna, you can say I'm in Rajaguna, you can say I'm in Satyaguna, that's your business. If you remember Vishnu, if you remember the Supreme Consciousness who's holding the lotus of peace and the discus of revolving time, and he's got beautiful eyes of peace that perceive all with equanimity and peace and he never loses his center. You, you forget all about all the pluses and the minuses when you look at the object. You just see what is. You see God in everything you see. And that's the goal. So that's, that's where the verse is pointing us in, in that direction. Please, remember God in every perception. Don't look for the plus. Don't look for the minus. Don't judge. Judge not, lest ye be judged. And then, just fall in love with God in every object of creation. Peace in the heavens, upwards, over, and all sides, and further. So you plus, minus, equal to minus? No. Plus, minus, equal to zero. But she has to think zero. Uh, well, it's a little hard to think zero, <laughs> because zero is a symbol which means I can't think of that. <laughs> it means the absence of everything. There's nothing there. I can't think of nothing, so I put a zero there. That's a symbol. It's a murti. Uh, you idol worshippers, why are you using that? You're staring at zeros all day long and asking for a few ones in front of them. <laughs> Some numbers in front of that long line of zeros. That would be your perfect deity. Yes, mare pundari kakshan, they go beyond the zero. They go into the, they remember the lotus-eyed, infinite beyond conception, that infinite consciousness, and they're conveyed to radiant purity. Radiant purity. Yes, please. Yes, please, Shivani. Can you please tell us more about the tortoise? 
that supports the earth? Sure, sure. Uh, and Vishnu's first incarnation was a fish, and then he became a tortoise. He climbed out of the water, and then he became a boar, and then he became a, 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 a man and a lion, and then became a dwarf. And then he became uh, a Purusharam, uh, a warrior, and then he became Krishna, a uh, Ram, and then he became Krishna, and then he became Buddha, and then he became Kalki, or otherwise known as Srima. So his second incarnation was as a tortoise, and he just climbed out, out of the ocean of Samsara, and he said, I'm not going to live in the water only. I'm going to live on water and land. I got, I got the whole world in my hand. So I can do whatever. I can go wherever I want. And the tortoise shell is what, remember the tortoise got underneath the bridge. When Ram built the bridge to Lanka, the tortoise came and held up the bridge. And so they could, he supports the earth. He said, Vishnu comes in the form of a kurma devta, in the form of a tortoise. And he supports, he holds up and supports everything. He supports the earth, he supported the bridge, he supported the Mount Mandara, which was the churning rod with which they, they churned the ocean of pure consciousness. And now he's underneath my asan supporting me. I'm not falling down. I got my supporter on. Or I am well supported. <laughs> yes, please. We have a question from Sadatmananda. Namaste, Sadatmananda. Namaste. Sometimes you have said that if we worship Saraswati, Lakshmi always comes with her. She does. But Lakshmi does not always come if you call her. Does it just mean that Lakshmi might not come if you worship her as money, but if you worship her with pure devotion, she'll come? Well, that's, that's very close. I'll give you another interpretation. If you worship Saraswati, you're acquiring knowledge. And knowledge always brings the fulfillment of your goals. But if you only sit and contemplate your goals and don't study, how am I going to accomplish them? Well, she may come or she may not come. That's her, that's her decision. But if she comes, she probably won't stay because you won't have capacity to maintain her. I mean, once you achieve your goal, it's not over. You've got to maintain it. Once you get the girl, then the fun starts. How do you keep her happy all the time? <laughs> That's the challenge. So it, 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 it doesn't mean just worshiping Lakshmi as money, but it should, could be the, as the fulfillment of your goal. But if you don't have knowledge, you may get the fulfillment of goals uh, if it's handed to you on a silver platter and somebody is generous and bequeaths it to you. But how are you going to maintain it? How are you going to keep it with you? How are you going to keep that Lakshmi happy? You've got to have the knowledge. So if you call Saraswati, you call the knowledge, and you through knowledge and hard work, Lakshmi comes. But if you call Lakshmi and you don't have the knowledge, if she comes, she won't stay. She'll, she's a fickle lady. A lot of people are calling her. And she goes where she's loved the most, just like all the other girls. She goes where she's loved the most. So guys, you got to love her the most all the time. All the time you can't let your guard down because she'll go. That's the nature of Lakshmi.
Call Saraswati and remember, how do you keep her happy? How do you keep Lakshmi happy? Learn. Learn how to keep Lakshmi happy and then she'll stay. For as long as she's happy. <laughs> yes, please. We have a question from Ambika. Namaste, Ambika. Namaste. Can you please speak a little more about the string we tie around our wrist or finger? The significance, how long do we wear the same string, what color, material, etc. Usually red, it's usually made out of moly, which is a very thin thread, and you tie it around your wrist a number of rotations, or you tie it around your finger. If you're really dexterous, you can make it. And you could also use cush grass around the finger. That's often done. They take a piece of cush grass, which is the same kind of grass that they make the asans out of. It's a long, it's almost like a, like a wheat grass almost. It's a long, slender uh, 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 a strand of grass. And it's dried out and they tie it around your finger or you tie a red string, a string around your wrist. And it means, I have consecrated this hand to act for your behalf. I'm consecrating every action that this hand performs is for God. This is my promise, this is my recollection, this is to remind me that I already promised that this hand is going to work for God, so I'm going to put your mantras in my fingers, and I, everything I touch, I touch by mantra, with mantra, for mantra, for you, and my whole hand is consecrated to your activity. And that's what it means. That's why we do it. Just to remind ourselves whether we need it or not. Mama, I got this piece of string or a piece of grass tied around my finger. And usually we try it around the middle of the finger so we can't move around and, uh, without noticing it. It's not, by the way, like an ornament, like a ring. It's a reminder that says, hey, I already gave the actions of this hand to you. So I'm not an Indian giver. I'm not going to take them back. They're all yours. You are the recipient of all the actions performed by this hand, and that's why I wear this string to remind me. Now, I wear this, this string has been on my arm for maybe 30 years. Uh, it falls off and breaks and stuff like that, but it gets tied every time I go to some other temple. Somebody else ties a piece of string around my wrist, said, Dummy, you better remember, you already consecrated this hand. So when the old one breaks off, the new one is still there. And it just keeps going and going. It's become an, um, the only jewelry that I can afford. It's the ornament of my hand. Well, how could I afford anything better? Uh, I, I, I've given her the actions of all my fingers. <laughs> Everything my hand does is for her, so I, can't, I don't wear any other jewelry or any ornaments, just a rudraksha. You, no, no, no. You already have one in my nose. Uh, yes, please. Um, Amika has a follow-up question. Yes, please. Why do women put the string on the left hand? Uh, we say that the Ardha Narishwar, the left side is her and the right side is him. And the left breast gives uh, bhakti and the right breast gives uh, wisdom. And uh, it, it, she, she nurtures her children. So the left side is all feminine and the right side is all masculine. We have a Chandi related question. Yes, from please. Pranam, could you please help 
help me understand how to do the backwards chandipat? Is it verse by verse, or word by word, or line by line backwards? Line by line. Can a backward pat be all alone, or must it be associated with a forward recitation? No, it can be all alone. It can be all alone. And I recommend that you write, read the book uh, we wrote, uh, Pronunciation and the Chandi Samputs. We gave a more a complete description of how to do it. Or the next time you come to the temple, you and I will sit down and do a, an ultapa. That would be appropriate. That will be appropriate. Uh, I, we, we did, I, um, uh, uh, Upendra did one last week, and he, he really loved it. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha Namaste